The Natural Man podcast is intended as general information for educational purposes only. It should not be construed as medical advice or a diagnosis of any kind, or as a substitute for medical treatment. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of or treatment by any physician. Do not rely upon any information to replace consultations or advice received by qualified health professionals regarding your own specific situation. If you suspect that you have a medical problem, you are urged to seek competent medical help. The Natural Man podcast and its representatives and agents disclaim any liability for any negative or other medical or other outcomes that may occur as a result of acting on or not acting on any information contained in the podcast. The views and opinions expressed by the host and all guests are their own, and their appearance on this podcast and at the website of the Natural Man Podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent, and does not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Natural Man Podcast. This is the Natural Man Podcast. Welcome to it, the Natural Man Podcast. My name is Mike C., This is an exploration into health, wellness, and discovering new ways to improve one's vitality. Uh, We took a little bit of a hiatus, but we are back and excited to be here, so thanks for being with us today. Today, we are going to talk about taurine. One of the reasons we decided to do an episode on taurine is because there's not really a lot of extended talks and lectures available on this topic, and there is extensive written literature online. So we've looked through a lot of it and uh, we're going to share it in this episode. Researchers have long called taurine a non-essential amino acid, but based on the data available, I think it's a little bit of an inaccurate way to categorize it. Um, When you even scratch the surface on the literature that's available, it seems that taurine is extremely essential. It is synthesized endogenously, and that means that our bodies make it. However, it is obtained from the diet also, and it's primarily found in animal products like eggs, meat, and seafood. And I haven't researched it a ton, but it would be interesting to do a comparative study of taurine levels in those with vegan diets versus non-vegan diets. The big question would be, does a vegan synthesize ample taurine if a person is healthy? Or does there ever become a lack of it because they don't consume animal products on a regular basis? That's an interesting question that probably deserves more research. Um, but it does, raise, it does raise an interesting point on the whole vegan diet debate. I believe the vegan side could possibly argue that if they are healthy and all of their enzyme systems are working optimally, perhaps they could synthesize enough taurine to thrive as our bodies do naturally synthesize taurine. Um, But I don't know the answer to that one for sure. It has been demonstrated to have many roles in the human body, and uh, it's found in high concentrations in the heart and retina, and then lower concentrations are found in other organ systems, including the brain, kidneys, Uh, intestines, and the skeletal muscles. It appears that the full scope of how taurine functions in the body is not yet fully understood, but there's no question that it reaps numerous benefits. Taurine acts on GABA receptors. It acts as a GABA agonist, and so it enhances the action of the GABA receptors, which can relieve anxiety and produce a greater sense of calm and relaxation. I'm sure a lot of us could use that in this busy industrialized day and age that we all live in. 
It's possible that anxiety in some people may be linked to a taurine deficiency, although I don't think um, this condition is only caused um, by a lack of taurine. Anxiety issues can probably have uh, a number of triggers or reasons why they occur. Taurine regulates intracellular calcium and sodium concentrations, and so it has an important role in electrolyte balance inside the cells. There are many integrative cardiologists who regularly prescribe taurine to patients with cardiac arrhythmias. The normalizing action taurine seems to have on electrolytes in the body most likely plays a role in its antiarrhythmic properties. The research states that taurine seems to have a stabilizing effect on cardiac membranes. Um, I notice that when I take taurine, my blood pressure actually lowers. My blood pressure is already uh, really good, but uh, it lowers even further when I take taurine. And I also notice a slight reduction in my overall pulse rate. It has almost like a natural beta blocker effect, only without the side effects of beta blockers. And so the cardiac benefits for me as a person that actually uses it are, are quite noticeable. I would exercise extreme caution for people who use cardiac medications like beta blockers or calcium channel blockers, um, as adding taurine could lower blood pressure too much and cause a case of hypotension uh, for people in that group. So best to consult with your physician before taking taurine, particularly if you're on medications like that. There's also research that suggests that low taurine levels appear to lead to cardiomyopathy, which is a category of cardiac diseases that affect the heart muscle and its ability to pump blood to the body efficiently. Uh, this condition could eventually lead to heart failure. And interestingly, there are several animal studies that have shown that taurine-deficient diets in dogs and cats lead to the same outcome of cardiomyopathy. But they also noted that taurine-deficient cardiomyopathy was reversible when taurine supplementation was administered. And taurine benefits more than just the heart. Um, it also appears to regulate normal contraction of skeletal muscle. And it looks like a severe deficiency of um, taurine for prolonged periods can lead to a variety of disease conditions. Taurine also supports mitochondrial function. And that's very important with all the emerging medicine that we're getting into these days um, because there are highly influential researchers like Dr. Doug Wallace, and you can search him up in some of his amazing talks on YouTube. They are now proving that the majority of human diseases are linked to deficits in the function of mitochondria. We're definitely going to dive into that topic on a future episode in more detail, um, but that's really um, a finding that's emerging in medicine and and could really change how we tackle disease. So if there are certain cell groups whose mitochondria utilize taurine, it's definitely important for the scientific and research communities to explore that further. There's some literature out there that states that taurine improves exercise performance. Uh, but strangely, there are also studies that say it has no effect, so it still appears to be somewhat of an area where different camps are divided. I've found myself that um, my exercise tolerance increases when I use taurine. So uh, 
definitely worth noting for me. And because of its proven benefits with cardiac function, you know, it would make sense that your exercise tolerance would go up, but obviously more research is needed to verify those claims since there's been mixed results. Taurine is synthesized from cysteine in the liver of numerous animals, so humans apparently synthesize very low amounts of taurine endogenously. We don't make a lot in our bodies. And when liver function is compromised, taurine synthesis is even lower. It's been noted that taurine synthesis in a healthy adult amounts from anywhere to 50 to 125 milligrams per day. And from my own personal experience, again, this is just anecdotal, don't take this as gospel, but um, much higher doses are required to notice any of the effects of taurine. Um, although those smaller amounts clearly have a role in human biology if our bodies are making that much, so we may not notice the effects right away. I personally take 500 milligrams per day. That's been my magic number. Um, and, you know, the list of benefits is big. You can look it up. And I'm going to include all these different uh, links to these different studies and this different research um, in the notes so you can dive in a little further if you're interested. Uh, taurine also supports proper liver function. It helps to form bile salts that aid in intestinal absorption of dietary fat. It stabilizes cell membranes, which is important for maintaining cellular health, most notably in the heart, as we discussed earlier. And it's also been found to exhibit anti-inflammatory properties. That's a big one. And researchers have discovered this by finding that taurine can be found in high concentrations in tissues exposed to oxidants or areas with inflammation. So it appears to have a neutralizing and detoxifying effect on substances that are generated by inflammation, such as hypochlorous acid. Um, so this is yet another benefit of taurine, as inflammation issues can creep up on us as we age. And from all these functions of taurine listed so far, it would make sense that a deficiency of taurine in mammalian tissues has to be a driver of potential disease. Taurine also appears to be an effective sleep aid. Research shows that taurine has an inhibitory effect on the firing of neurons. So it has an effect of just quieting the brain, which is just absolutely necessary for sleep. And its impact on GABA receptors also shows how it could increase sleep duration. Many neurohackers use taurine to sleep and swear by it. I don't always put a ton of stock in purely anecdotal evidence, but when it lines up perfectly with the results of research, it's definitely worth mentioning. Taurine has displayed modulating properties of apoptosis. That's that natural process of programmed cell death in the body. And it has been shown to inhibit the proliferation of cancer cell lines in lung tissue. And of course, as I said, again, do not take this as treatment information, you know, or an option for your treatment. Speak to your doctors if you're dealing with any of these different ailments uh, before you make any changes to your protocol. But this data shows that taurine might be worth considering, and it's important to make a note of that since it's in the research. Taurine has cytoprotective properties at the cell level, and one way is by calcium homeostasis, which I touched on briefly earlier. 
and that is that it diminishes calcium overload, which has a tendency to be toxic to the human cell. And by its stabilizing action, it's beneficial in keeping sodium levels in proper balance as well. We don't want too much salt in our tissues um, as it throws off the potassium balance. Um, dosages can vary, so I'm not going to get into that too much. It's best to speak to your functional medicine doctor uh, to determine what's best for you. Uh, I've seen a wide range of recommendations online, uh, usually using 3,000 milligrams per day as the upper limit, the safe upper limit that you can use it. And so that's all I got about taurine. Um, it's labeled as a non-essential amino acid, as I said earlier, but it seems to be pretty essential when you dig in to the literature and, and start to discover all its different functions and its role in the body. It seems to impact a significant amount of body systems in a positive way. And if our bodies make it, then, you know, we clearly need it. Although one of the big questions on taurine is, does our ability to synthesize taurine diminish as we age? And if so, can we offset this effect by supplementing? I've honestly heard little bad about taurine, and so it seems to be beneficial for many body systems to work properly. And if we couple that with the fact that our bodies naturally make it, it's obvious that we need it to thrive. Well, thanks for joining us for this edition. That's going to do it for today. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to us. Uh, we are back and at it, and we'll have some more episodes coming up soon. And we're available on all major podcast platforms. So check us out wherever you stream your podcast. Um, my name is Mike C. This is the Natural Man Podcast, and thanks for joining us for this edition. And until next time, stay healthy. This has been the Natural Man Podcast. Subscribe to our podcast for more episodes. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.